So this morning, I turn on the TV and, and I see another allegation about Zion Williams, the former Duke prodigy who now plays for the New Orleans Pelicans. And in this report, the report alleges that Zion, Zion took some money, like $250,000 worth. It was no empty-handed thing. Like He took a lot of money. And I remember an interview last year where Zion was in front of the television after a big win, and they made a comment about how he's going to make lots of money. And his face kind of just satirically suggested that he's already getting paid. It was funny. It was like one of the last games of the year. Zion didn't care. Zion didn't care because really what it came down to was he went to Duke in the summer. He spent six months there. He played a few games, and then he knew he was on his way. Like, he, he had already arrived. Like, whatever money he got, from, you know, April to November didn't really freaking matter to Zion because he knew he was going to get paid. So now he spends less than a year at Duke, that Duke program, which is comical. Yeah, he will always be labeled a Duke devil. And he pocketed 250k, but... There are more notorious players out there. Reggie Bush was a player that recouped like $200,000 when he played at USC. And USC got in a lot of trouble for that. They got in a lot of trouble for that. They had to vacate wins. Then you factor the other ones. Cam Newton. He he attempted to seek a payment from Mississippi State. He was going to go to Mississippi State. And he asked Mississippi State to pay him. Des Bryant, former Cowboy, same thing. A.J. Green, the very quiet and humble A.J. Green, sold some jerseys. Maurice Claret, everybody forgets about Maurice. But he had got mis he got improper benefits. He was gonna be a top five player out of college. He was a bust, but he was gonna get paid. My Kansas Jayhawks, Josh Selby. Same concept. Taking money. Players do this because there's no reason why. College athletes should not be getting paid at least a, a stipend that is worth what they are generating in terms of revenue for the institution. Well, Ryan, it is sacrilege. It is against the very fabric of the institution. We are above it. Well, I'm sorry, colleges around the country, specifically in the NCAA, you're, you're not fucking special. Anybody can get a degree anymore. If you're willing to pay the money, anybody can get a bachelor's degree. Anybody. You're not, you're not special.
what you're providing in terms of value is a is an education. But these kids that are coming in, the ones that are the very premium creme de la creme that are going into the NBA and into the NFL, they don't need you, motherfucker. You need them. <clears throat> and these colleges understand that. They have to compete. They have to court these young kids to convince them to come play for them for a year. It's ridiculous. LeBron James, arguably the most transcendent basketball player in NBA history in terms of where he was in call in high school before he went into the NBA. There probably wasn't a more heavily touted player to come out of the semi-pros than LeBron James. He's lucky he never had to face these allegations. LeBron James would have ultimately gotten hit. Guarantee it. He would have. But when you look at the sport as a whole and what is required of it, it's clear to me that there is a huge disparity between what organizations and colleges make and what the players make. And what pisses me off even more is that these institutions have the gall to ask for funding this year during the COVID crisis. Like you haven't been making billions of dollars a year on the backs of young men since the dawn of time and you don't have enough money to get you through the next 18 months, you need federal and state funding. Go kiss my ass. Just just bend over. I'm going to bend over and kiss my ass. This is ridiculous. Zion Williams' mother taking $250,000 from a booster. Ridiculous. Even if it's true. Who cares? <clears throat> Players should get paid. But if you pay the players, it sets a president. And the NCAA doesn't want to do that. But they're going to have to. Because I'm going to tell you why. If they don't include the players in some way with how much money they actually generate, I think the NCAA itself needs to pay the players. If this system is going to work, colleges cannot pay the players. The NCAA needs to. Now that sounds crazy, I know. But I want you to think about this. Big picture scale. There are hundreds of basketball teams. You're immediately going to destroy the fabric of the tournament. In basketball. Because the small schools are not going to have a chance if... The Blue Bloods are paying all the top players, right? I mean, it makes sense. And how is a team like Wichita State going to pay their best player who's going into the NBA? How? It's Wichita State. They make money on their basketball, but this entire model is built on stealing money from young players. Young, mostly African-American players. That's what that's what these institutions have done. 
Instead of paying the players, they say, well, you're getting an education. Asshole, you're not giving them an education. They don't want to be there. They don't want to go to college. They want to go to the NBA. They will make in one year what one of us will make in our entire lifetime. Why do they need to go to college? They they took the fast track to to success. They they don't need to worry about that bullshit. But yet the colleges are going to fight it. And the whole Zion Williams thing to me, I I think Zion Williams is a little arrogant. Don't know if he's a good person or not. But regardless of that, college players should have been getting paid from the beginning. And if you're a prodigy like Zion Williams, or you're a top 100 player, <clears throat> you should be paid for that, right? You should be paid for being a top 100 or top 300 player. And you should be paid accordingly. If you're the number one player in the, in, in the high school ranks, a college like Duke should pay you a million dollars to come play for their to their school year. And when you leave, you've got a little nest egg. And if that means that you're driving around in a Lambo at the University of Kentucky, uh, then so be it. I, I don't think that that would be an appropriate thing to do, but to each their own. And we can have conversations about how we tailor that. But when the federal government and state government, when the federal government subsidizes the state for education and then the state funds these, these colleges that then have top 10 sports programs, whether it's in football or in basketball, it really does feel like taxpayers are paying a lot for sports in this country. Which is my next point. And maybe I need to do more research. And this is just a general assumption. But when a when a pro sports team builds a new stadium, who pays for it? The taxpayers. You pay for the tickets. You pay for the merchandise. You pay your taxes if you live in the city with the sports team. And that helps pay for the salaries of those players. And you pay for it in different ways. But then you take the collegiate sports and then we pay for that too. The dependency on the federal and state government to help subsidize sports is astounding. We need to own that. When the Pittsburgh State Steelers built their shitty little Heinz Field down in Pittsburgh. I lived there for seven years. And that stadium had a 1% tax associated with your purchasing of just about anything. If you bought a candy bar, there was a 1% tax added to pay for that stupid stadium. Everybody in the city of Pittsburgh should immediately get a coupon rate on tickets, right? I mean, it only seems fair. No, you don't get that. That should go without question. Just like if you're a native of Florida, you get a discount at Disney World. There's a reason for that. They don't just give it to you because you're there. 
part of it is that, but they also feel obligated to give it to you because they know, they know they bent you over. They know you, they bent you over and you helped build that park. And they're not going to get pressure from the public if they're giving you a coupon rate on tickets. Disney already knows the game. They're smart. They figure if they give you a little cut now, you won't come for it all later. That is how the sports in this country are built. And we're going to see it more and more because, what, like I said, what pisses me off more than anything is even institutions like the University of Pittsburgh and Penn State, they've already told the state of Pennsylvania they're going to need help. Because they're not going to have money to keep everything open this year because of the pandemic. I'm sorry to disappoint you, but it isn't mutually exclusive. You're not allowed to just pocket every dollar that your sports creates while simultaneously charging your students $120,000 for a bachelor's degree in human studies. You can kiss my ass. We are Penn State. Yeah, whatever. You special little twats. Those schools are making money hand over fist. And what are they doing? They're building new dorms. They're building new facilities that nobody uses. I won't mention my alma mater because I do love my alma mater. But 80% of my fucking classes were in the same building. They had all these new buildings. They had a new business building. They had a new nursing building, a new IT building, a new tech building. They had new gyms. They had new everything for all the athletes. And guess what, folks? Um, I got 80% of my undergrad and my graduate degree in the same two buildings. My entire time I was there. Millions of dollars spent on sports recently at my alma mater. They just built a brand new basketball court. University of Pittsburgh Medical Center, which is also a nonprofit, which is another conversation for another day, gave them $10 million to build that stupid court. You see the issue here? The only people making money in this country are the nonprofits because they get those tax exemptions. And not only do they get those tax exemptions, they're getting money from different avenues, from these boosters, from these programs where you're allowed to just like collect money and spend it on nothing important. But it's it's wrong for players to ask for a cut of that. It's unbelievable. But you're not going to get a Republican or a Democrat in office that's going to investigate this shit. You know why? Because they're paying these motherfuckers. You couldn't get Ted Cruz to investigate the University of Texas guarantee you there's some there's some substance there you couldn't get any senator or governor to openly investigate any a university because those universities represent the state and it would be a huge black eye if we did so and the ncaa is a mob they want to dictate a standard well let me tell you something ncaa if you don't start paying these players something the college experience with sports is going to be watered down much like baseball in college i mean there's still kids that play 
college baseball that end up going to the pros, but it's insignificant in terms of contrast. So we're going to end on that. Tell me what you think. I I think players should get paid. I think players should get paid something. I think that college is over overrated. The 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 idea that they're 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 playing for their education is bullshit. It's theft. It's a mob mentality. We're establishing who does and who doesn't get paid. I think it's disgusting. But you gotta you gotta own it. Like you gotta own the fact that. If a Zion Williams can pocket two hundred fifty thousand, and every couple of years a new story comes out that a player took money, how many of those stories aren't getting mentioned to the NCAA or being reported to the news? It's a real question. Think about it. So tonight, for the first time. Since the pandemic, basketball is finally back on television. And I've been watching it because almost like baseball, you feel like you need some normalcy in your life, right? So I'm watching this, and um, the NBA, to me, has done a fantastic job of doing what they can do to make this a reality. You know, people are going to bitch and they're going to complain about how it's not the same with the fans, and I would argue that that's the case. I mean, it's going to be incredibly difficult to enjoy watching a game without the fans in the stands in baseball or in basketball. But there's something incredibly magical about watching sports and how quickly it just shuts off your brain from all the other shit. Every single day, the media is... Is giving you shitty news about something else. If it's killer hornets or a volcano going off or a, a desert storm going across the Atlantic and killing babies or giant lizard people coming out of the ocean. I mean, the media is fucking insane. Every day. Doesn't matter if it's a Glenn Beck or a Sean Hannity or a Don Lemon or Anderson Cooper, like it do- it doesn't matter. They're all coming up with bullshit to piss you off with. Quit watching it. I try to tell my family that all the time. Quit watching that bullshit. It's not going to make your day any better. I hate when people, you're having a decent day, you had a good morning, you slept well, you took a shower, you bathed, and then somebody goes, did you hear? And you're like, what? Be like, uh, aliens came and we're all gonna go we're all gonna die did you hear somebody lost their job did you hear this did you hear I don't want to fucking hear if I heard it then I'd probably do the same thing cause we're a bunch of chatty Cathy's we can stop doing that shit I was talking to my brother tonight. I'm not going to divulge which one. But one of his friends was like, this Epstein's girlfriend lady, she's got videos of Trump banging babies. I 
I, I, I'm sorry, but like, I don't know where you got that information. The dark web is incredibly sinister and I have no time for it. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. I can tell you that Trump is a part of the elites. Like, anybody who voted for Trump and thought he was an elitist is high off their ass. He That he wasn't an elitist, the dude's an elitist. The dude is a part of the 1%. He hung out with these people. Okay? Facts. So you guys are all up in arms about that. When... Just watch some basketball. So what's really cool about basketball right now, and that's the whole premise of this, is that they're on this big court in Disney World, ESPN in in Orlando. And instead of having fans in the stands, they got these big-ass televisions, these big screens with graphics and stuff. I think they need to incorporate more with those during the game for the fans. And they, and they need to angle the cameras just a little bit better. And I know that they're doing it so you can see the screens, but they need to make it, they need to magnify it to where those screens are actually being enhanced better. But they're going to play this eight-game jump games to the postseason for these teams, and they're all going to play on the court there. And it's going to be a really unique experience. And I think they need to just fiddle with it a little bit as we go. Because we're dealing with alien situations right now. Nothing like this has ever happened. So it's the first time for everything. Let's just try to be easy. Baseball is the same way. My pop, my dad goes, why are they even playing? Because people on TV want to watch it. People are at home losing their home. People are at home worried about their next meal. They need a damn distraction. And for a lot of people in this country, that's what sports is. There are kids right now being abused. And they may not be abused if their dad can just be hidden away in the basement watching a sport. Sports are incredibly profound. They're important. They keep something in the inner subconscious at bay for some people. So let's enjoy this, man, and let's support one another. You know, this is an important time. It's incredibly important. I got some horrible news today from work. It's not the end of the world yet. But it wasn't great news. But guess what? I'm going to get up in the morning, and I'm going to figure it out, people. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to enjoy my life. I'm going to still be reckless with my words and love everybody. But that's all you can do. Quit watching the fucking news. Watch some lame sports on TV right now. Just do it. Because you need to. So, let's support the sports. Because I think everybody's tired of watching The Deadliest Catch on Discovery Channel and Bar Rescue on Paramount. And listening to these figureheads on the news talk about how shitty Trump is. I was watching CBS tonight. It was like this game show. And in the middle of the game show, they have Stephen Colbert 
in his sh- in his show for the night. And Stephen Colbert is still at home. And Stephen, his his little segment is talking about how Trump's a psychopath. That's an opinion. When did Jay Leno ever call Clinton a psychopath as the intro to his show? Tonight, we have Shaquille O'Neal. You know, that's how it was back then. No, tonight, Donald Trump's a psychopath. And, and it's not even funny. The lady on there is a clinical psychiatrist. What's <laughs> the... The Tonight Show, or The Late Show, with Stephen Colbert and his shrink. Come on, man. People don't need more death and, and death, mortem, and sadness. People need more easy. 2020 has been rough on everybody. And that's why I want to tell you guys I love you. And I hope you have an amazing remaining of the week I will be out okay I will not be available to do another podcast after tomorrow I'm going to do one tomorrow hopefully with a friend and then I'm going to take a hiatus for about five days so enjoy the content and enjoy one another everybody love everybody I'm out (laughs) 